Good, great, amazing morning, everybody. It is 5.45, it's time to get up, it's time to start your day, it's time to do something. Let's go. Let's not just sit here and then check our phone, check Twitter, Instagram. Get up, start moving, and do something productive. Damn, I'm bossy. Why I gotta tell people what to do like that? No, I just know what's what's best for you. Nah, I'm just kidding. Honestly, do whatever you want. That's what's great about living in uh, this world. Most people get to do whatever the hell that they want to do. If they want to pick their nose and ride a bike. If they want to become a millionaire and just blow up a yacht. You know what I mean? It's like random things. Uh, sometimes life throws you a curveball sometimes it's not really the thing you want to hear but that's life and you have to face it head on you can't let your emotions get the best of you and you have to figure out the best way to handle the situation moving forward for yourself if something bad or crazy happens that you weren't expecting you have to realize you're going to be okay things will work out the way that they're that they work out you know Everything happens for a reason, so that's why you have to look at the best in every situation. Because if you're looking at the positive in every situation, well, then no matter what happens, you can always see the good side to it. And it's going to hurt. It's going to sting a lot. And it may be the worst thing for you in a while but you're stronger than what people think or what you even think you are life is just weird like that I mean there's really not much you can do about it no matter how much money you have no how no matter how much time you have there's always something that's going to come up and you have to learn how to deal with it and if every other aspect of your life is taken care of and worked well on well then it'll be okay to take a break to figure out the current situation but if it's but if you're not and a lot of different parts of your life are miserable or you you're not where they're not where you want them to be well then it's going to be a little more difficult to help solve those problems and those issues right because if you have to worry about juggling 10 different things Versus just one or two things. 
the one or two things are going to be, you know, less stressed. Alright, I want to ask a question to everybody that ever listens to this. What's better, to not know or to know even though it's going to hurt you? Me personally, I like to know things because if you know them, you can handle the situation better. But if you don't know them, well then it just kind of drives you crazy. Also, listen to your gut feeling, people. Like... I have this weird sixth sense. That's what I call it. My body knows when something's up or when something's about to happen. Every single time it's been spot on. There's never been one time when it's been wrong. And like recently, it's been, I don't know, like every day. So I'm like, oh, well, is something gonna happen every day? No, something's not going to happen every day. Something's going to happen, but it's just warning you. It's, I think it's your way of like your brain sending messages to your body that you're not really listening to yourself. So if your body has this feeling, well, then you're going to think, oh, well, why am I feeling this way? Could it be something that's happening? Could it be a result of something that's happening? Listen to your gut feeling. We're a lot smarter. Our, our bodies are a lot smarter than we think they are. The way our body moves around, how cells work, how organs work. Everything about our body is incredibly smart. We, we're living with this supercomputer brain that we take advantage of. Oh no. No, $40 to fill up this gas tank. I filled it up like three times in the past week. Jeez. All right, now I'm filled up. I'm ready to go. Where am I going, you ask? I am going to the gym to get up pumping before I have to go to school I don't really have to go to school but you know it's it's my classes um and that's at 8 30 so I have two hours and 30 minutes which will give me the perfect amount of time to where I can shower I can uh work out pretty long if I want to um, I could even go swimming if I want to. I haven't really felt the urge to swim or get in the hot tub. I just, I just haven't. But I know it's probably good for me, so I, I should one of these days. What other life lessons are there to talk about? Oh, have a backup plan. Once that situation happens, once Tony Robbins has the three minute rule, I think. When something crazy happens and you're about to get emotional, 
He has three minutes to feel however way he wants to feel. Well, after those three minutes is up, he looks at it in a logical sense like, okay, what is there to do next? And how do I get it done? So you sit there and you know, it may take some time. It may take like a day or two to think, but you, you have to figure it out because sometimes all you have is yourself and you have yourself to worry about and focus on. So whatever that situation may be, just start moving in any direction like as long as it's pretty much thought out don't just make decisions to make decisions it's not what i'm saying what i am saying is you need to move though you you need to start like doing something about it you you can't just sit there hoping that something's going to change it won't like that's a definition of insanity the fact that you're going to hope something different happened but you don't do anything different so Unless you get struck by lightning, then, you know, you're you're really going to be shit out of luck. Alright, well, have a plan and move. Even if it's not the right move, you learn from it. Yeah, you know what? That's That's another thing that I've been really focusing on a lot lately. We have such a negative connotation of the word, of the word failure. Well, what is failure? Well, the definition of failure is a lack of success, or here, this is a better one, the omission of expected or a required action. So basically, if you don't succeed in something, that's ultimately a failure but what it doesn't say in the definition is that failures are just learning curves if you approach life with an attitude of I will fail it's bound to happen it's a part of life it's a it's a part of success and the key is I need to learn from failure you're going to be so much ahead of others because think about it you get on a bike you don't know how to ride a bike and you start you start trying to ride it well you fall once well does that mean that you're a shitty bike rider well, maybe currently, but thing, anything that's worth it, anything that you have to try to master to do, it's going to take time and it's going to take a lot of effort. Nobody is perfect and nobody gets it right all the time. All we see in this life are people once they made it, but they didn't show how they made it or what they did to make it. You know, they, they go through something. So, you have to look at 
failure as just a learning curve. Well, what can I take from this failure that I can add to the next attempt to give me a less chance of failing and a higher chance of succeeding? That was a truck, man, and that truck sounds terrible. I don't know what it is, but... Because ultimately, that's the main goal, to succeed in whatever you're doing. Well, if you don't know what you're doing, it's going to take a little bit of time to figure that out, right? Which I always thought that was pretty important. You know, it's the grind. It's the struggle. It's the process. Everything about that is long, hard, and challenging, and it's very difficult. But ultimately, if you want it, you can you can get whatever it is you want to do in life. You can do whatever it is you want to do in life. It's just going to take a lot of hours of trying to perfect the craft and constantly learning. All right, so enough preaching. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about sports. All right. I've always been a fan of the New England Patriots. Always. Since like day one. But the only thing is, is that Tom Brady left. So am I still a Patriots fan? Yeah, of course. But I knew they weren't going to make the playoffs this year. I knew that they weren't going to perform like how they have in the past 19, 20 years. And, you know, get to a Super Bowl six, get to a Super Bowl nine times, win six of them, go to playoffs every single year except once. Never be a wild card team. Ever. And most of the time have home field advantage. And normally win over 11 or 12 games a year. Which is crazy, right? And, you know, I like those odds as, as a team. Imagine only losing like four, four times a year. Five times a year, it's not bad. So, that was what I grew up with. Well, Tom Brady leaves, and I'm like, uh, you know, this is going to be bad for us. I thought Cam Newton was going to be a little bit better than he was. Um, I think that was a lot of different factors. But at the, at the end of the day, ultimately, there's some crappy players on that team. Like, that was the main reason why Tom Brady left was the fact that they were, there was a lack of weapons. He was getting destroyed with his O-line. Uh, Skarnecki, the, uh, the offensive line coordinator, was was leaving, which he actually came back, which is why they won those Super Bowls. So a lot of different things were happening, which led to the Tom Brady departure. And then you throw Cam Newton in there, and what is he supposed to do? And, like, we weren't doing bad until we caught COVID, but we had the most amount of uh, opt-outs this year because of COVID than any other team. And 
we didn't really have a structured system. So, and I know that's crazy saying, oh, Bill Belichick doesn't have a structured system. Well, no, there's a, there's a lot of new pieces and a new things, you, uh, like a lot of new things you have to figure out. So, and unfortunately, a lot of it comes from having the quarterback position secured and being able to rely on that. So it is what it is. But yeah, Tom Brady chooses to go somewhere else. So of course, I'm, I'm cheering for Tom Brady all year. I want him to win a Super Bowl, you know, to prove everybody like, I don't need to be on the Patriots to win a Super Bowl. Like I'm the greatest of all time. I've, I've known he was the greatest of all time. Even after those, uh, uh, those giant Super Bowl losses. Like he, so technically he was three and two at that point. Like I already knew he was the greatest. It is what it is, but he goes down there, and then Gronk comes out of retirement, and he brings AB. I've always liked Mike Evans. I thought he was one hell of a player. Chris Godwin, I had him on my fantasy last year when he was uh, a Pro Bowl player. Um, I like Leonard Fournette, and that defense. Devin, not Devin White. Uh, that whole defense is just cool. Like, I never really liked Sue, but I liked how he played. I liked how he was vicious when it came to playing. Like, he was an enemy on the field, but it seemed like he was, like, your friend off the field. JPP felt bad for him. He blew up his fingers. Uh, Shaq Barrett, he was hoed in Denver. They completely screwed him over, and they dropped the ball on that because he's one hell of a player, and he's about to get major money. Uh, what else? It's just those those linebackers, man. That whole core is brutal, and the quarterbacks, man, they got some talent. So everything about this team was like, alright, bet, like, I actually like them, so I've been, I've been rooting for them, and, and during the Super Bowl, I, I tried to tell people, like, I was a little bit worried, because Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, uh, what's the other, Cheetah, uh, what's his name? Tyreek Hill fastest man on live on the football field right like that offense is explosive and plus they like the first half they murdered Tampa Bay but I had a good feeling because ultimately defense wins championships if you have a great defense your chances in the Super Bowl are pretty good if the defenses are about equal, well, then it comes down to, well, who has the better offense? And this defense was way better than that offense. And Kansas City's defense couldn't do anything. Literally nothing. Tom Brady was up, and up, down, up, down, up, down the field. 31 to nine. He's the GOAT. He changes, it's the intangibles that I respect. 
because he changes a culture. He is a culture. He is like a... uh, He's a leader first and a player second. It's never been his physical attributes that separates him from the rest. It's always been his leadership skills. He pushes everyone to the same amount. Like he holds everyone to the same standard that he holds himself to. Damn, there's already a lot of people at Lifetime. I'm just going to go park in the parking garage. This guy was flying for no reason. He just ran a stop sign. This is the security. Not only is he speeding, but he just ran a stop sign. Now he's flying somewhere, so... A store or something must be uh, in trouble, I guess. Uh, I don't really know, nor do I care. I came to work out, that's about it. I was mad that the Buckeyes lost in the championship, but Alabama, man, they're just, they were big, too, that team was too stacked, too good, and Ohio State did a couple of things well, but there's not much more they can do, they could have changed the scheme and tried something else out and not have the Heisman find, uh, the Heisman winner 200 yards receiving in the first half like could have done something about that but I mean it is what it is you win some you lose some as long as we beat Clemson right it would have been funny watching Clemson get smacked though alright well I just got to the gym Time to go work out. It's a back and by day. And of course I'm gonna go running. So, I'll talk to y'all later. All right, I just got done at the gym. Man, this podcast really isn't gonna make any sense if I just hop on whenever I wanna talk. But I guess it'll be like a daily video, a daily vlog of like what's going on, what's happening, thoughts that are in my head at the moment. I hate lying. I think lying is for cowards. And I feel like if everybody was strong enough to tell the truth, the world would be a better place for it, even on those hard times. Because ultimately, if you do the right thing, you never really have anything to worry about. And if you have to lie about something, then maybe one of two things. Either 
one, you're worrying about what doesn't really matter, which is how other people feel. Like, if you lie because you think someone is going to judge you, well, then that's not a valid reason because then you are doing something bad just because you think something's gonna happen that's not even like validated like it's not even a hundred percent chance that it's gonna happen you just you're predicting the worst case scenario in your head the most uncomfortable scenario in your head and you're playing it out so you try to avoid that as all as long as long as possible and then two you're doing something wrong or you did something wrong if you're doing what's right you should never feel the need to lie because it's the right thing to do and I'm not talking about like just because the society says it's right that it's right if it makes you feel good inside and if it benefits other people and yourself then it's the right thing to do. If it makes your life easier, then it's the right thing to do. And the reason why I can say that, you know, I can't say the same thing about lying because lying doesn't make your life easier. Lying actually sets you back further. Even though it may not seem like it, you're running away from situations instead of learning how to face them. And that's a very, very negative, uh, to have in your life that will come back and bite you at one point there was one time where I, st- I told myself you know what I am going to try to not lie because my whole family they're just filled with liars you know pathological liars like that's all they did well I told myself I'm going to not lie for a week and see how it, no, I think it was a day, and see how it turns out. And I remember getting in trouble at school. I did something stupid. And they asked who did it. I stood up and I said, it was me. They said, all right, well, here's a write-up. Go to the principal's office. So I go to the principal's office and I'm talking to the principal. And the principal asked, well, why would you admit to do this? Most people wouldn't have admitted it. What made you admit? I said, because I I would feel more of a burden if I didn't. And I told myself that I wouldn't lie for at all today. He kind of laughed, thought, you know, thought that was a little crazy, but, you know, he respected it. He gave me one day of detention, after school detention, and that was it. Now, if I would have lied and they would have caught me, which they would have because there was a lot of witnesses, then I would have probably gotten in bigger trouble. But since I manned up to whatever I did and I didn't lie, not that it worked out well for me but better than what it did and I learned a valuable lesson I learned 
as hard as situations may seem, telling the truth makes it easier. And it allows you to get the burden off of your chest and not live with the the weight of trying to hold back what you did. Then I tried a week and I didn't lie for a week. And what I found out was my life was getting easier and easier after the first couple days of a learning curve. I was more upfront with people and people respected the things I was saying because they ultimately knew it was not bullshit. It was how I felt and I wasn't really trying to hide how I felt, what I did, what I was doing, or it was just straight up. If I didn't want to hang out with someone, I didn't make an excuse. I didn't lie to them. I just told them straight up, hey, I, I don't really feel like hanging out today. Not saying it's anything about you, but I just don't want to. Or they would do something and I would tell them straight, they would ask me what I, what I thought and I wouldn't lie to them. I told them straight up what they didn't want to hear. But what was the facts? So you can think that lying helps you in the end and, and you actually benefit from it. But in reality, that's not the case. And you'll live a much carefree life if you learn to just accept things the way that they are and feel how you want to feel and be truthful about how you feel. I have... uh, I haven't really been truthful for the way I feel because I was too scared to hurt somebody. I felt I felt a lot of negative feelings. You know, more positive than negative. But I've I've felt a lot of negative feelings. And ultimately it's up to you to care about to change the way that that you approach the situation. Because ultimately, if you feel a certain way, They'll send vibrations through your con- your, through your subconscious mind, and you'll start acting out and doing things that mirror how you feel. Like if you're scared, your mind's gonna always be telling you to look at look for things that you're scared for, so you'll always see plenty of things that you're scared about. Oh. 
if you're happy and you see and you look at life like you know life is a beautiful place you know you're gonna see all the beautiful things that life has to offer Take it for what it is, but it starts, it really does start with your mindset, and don't be the person to realize what you have until it's gone. Appreciate every moment that you have with whatever it is that makes you happy. Because at one point in life, you will regret. So, before you end up regretting, try to make the best of your situation always. And good things will happen. And you'll avoid a lot of uh, issues that you would have gone with if it wasn't for that. That's my daily talk for today. Take it for what it is. And I know what I say, the things that I preach about may be difficult to do at first. But I promise you, just start with today. Focus on today. And you can worry about tomorrow or the next week later. Right now, focus on enjoying the small things, appreciating what you have, and always have your shit in order, so just in case, or I should say, for when life throws you that curveball. Everybody is great. Everything is great. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to have the opportunities that I have. And I am really excited for what the future holds for me. It's kind of scary to see which people may or may not be in my life. Or the route I have to take to get there but I'm willing to take that route and ultimately it's going to be for my dream and that's all that matters so have a great day try to do something powerful Try to do something moving and see if you can inspire one person today. Alright, bye.